Hey guys, I want to talk to you guys about intractable pain and adrenal dysfunction. So a brand new study that just came across my inbox from a conventional medical journal, I'll put the link in my, my video comments, um, about how intractable pain or chronic pain is connected to low cortisol levels. Now this is a conventional medical journal so they don't really talk about adrenal dysfunction but I'm going to extrapolate a little bit and bring this to the adrenal dysfunction world. So my name is Dr. Philip Oob, I'm a functional medicine doctor in Austin, Texas and we're going to connect the dots between intractable pain and low cortisol. So first of all, if you're not one of my patients, you probably haven't heard me talk too much about adrenal dysfunction, but adrenal dysfunction is probably one of the number one things that are affecting Americans, and it's not really talked about in conventional medicine, not, not even thought of in conventional medicine. And the idea behind adrenal dysfunction is that the adrenal glands are making too much cortisol due to too many stressors coming into the body. Now stressors can be anything. It can be physical, it can be mental, it can be financial, um, it can be metabolic, so maybe you have inflammation triggering stress, but what happens is the adrenal glands step up to the occasion and make more and more cortisol. Over time, your body starts breaking down this cortisol faster and faster. There becomes a point where the adrenal glands can't release any more cortisol, but they can keep breaking it down faster and faster. At least this is our current thought process. So what's supposed to happen is in the morning, the cortisol is supposed to spike, and then as the day goes on, your cortisol levels come lower and lower, and then you go to sleep. And that's what regulates your sleep-wake cycle. Actually, your cortisol is spiking before you even wake up, and this is one of the triggers to stimulating you to wake up. So if you're tired in the morning, that usually means your cortisol levels are too low, and if you're active in the afternoon, and sometimes people hit a, a second win at six or seven o'clock, it's when they feel their best, but then they can't go to sleep because they're just not tired, that tells you that your cortisol curve is actually pretty flat. It's not high in the morning and low in the evening. It's just kind of flat, too low in the morning, too high in the evening, and that's why you can't sleep very well. So how does this dysfunction happen? It's because the adrenal glands are making a max amount of cortisol, but because it's all being broken down, it's all being turned into cortisone, which is a little bit longer of a metabolite. It lasts longer in the bloodstream than cortisol does. Plus, it's not as active as cortisol. So when there's too much cortisone, it just kind of downplays the cortisol receptors because it's kind of semi-activating them but blocking the cortisol from act actively working. Now, cortisone is an active steroid. You've probably heard of it as a cortisone shot. Doctors frequently use it for joint pains and allergies and all that stuff. And so it is a weak steroid, but still a steroid nonetheless. The problem is, oh, another problem, is that over time, when you have too many steroids in the system, too much cortisol, too much cortisone, the body starts um, ignoring the hormones. So um, it becomes resistant to the cortisol cortisone, and then you, even though your levels are low, now you even feel even lower because your, your receptors aren't as sensitive to it. It's very similar to diabetes and insulin resistance. If you've never heard of that, you should definitely look that up and see the comparison. So how does this link to chronic pain? Well, or intractable pain is what the study was referring to. So if you don't have enough natural steroids, then it's reasonable to assume that inflammation is gonna be a little higher. That's one of the reasons why conventional medicine gives people steroids for autoimmune and rheumatological conditions is because there's inflammation. And so just like prescription steroids, your own steroids helps lower inflammation. Now, there can be an issue with too much adrenal dysfunction, too much cortisol, cortisone can actually stimulate the immune system to turn a little autoimmune and the theory behind that is actually that it's causing gut dysfunction and the gut dysfunction triggering the autoimmunity. 
So that's the link between cortisol and intractable pain. Um, the study references low cortisol, but it's not that the adrenal glands in most cases are producing too little cortisol, unless you have Addison's, which is an autoimmune condition, but rare. Um, it's actually that you're breaking it down too quickly. We can see this by doing adrenal testing. We do urine testing and you can see cortisol levels are low, cortisone levels are high, and that's telling you that you're making a ton of cortisol, but it's just being broken down all into cortisone. So one of the ways to manage your intractable pain is to manage your adrenal stress. So change your perception of stressors. Um, you can take adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha, eulothera, rhodiola, schisandra, skullcap, um, all those herbs. And then one of my favorite ones is licorice because the licorice slows the conversion of cortisol into cortisone so that you have more active cortisol to actually do stuff. As you do that, your mitochondria will get better and more functional, and that's one of the sources of intractable pain is mitochondrial dysfunction. When the mitochondria of your cells, the energy-producing little batteries in every cell, can't make energy, then of course you're going to have pain wherever that energy need is. Um, so that's the link between the two. I'll put the article in my comments, and hopefully this helps someone.